Morning, everyone. Uh, the reading this morning is from Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 to 17, followed by Romans chapter 12. So Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, and as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good pleasing and perfect will. Amen. Our messy lives turned into a masterpiece for Jesus. What a great challenge. Or in the words of Colossians 3 and verse 17 that Francis read just now, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Or in the words of the song that Mike and Richard put together, walking in God's way, not just on Sunday. That was a great song, and I think the congregation were beginning to, to capture it, so thank you, Mike. Thank you, Richard, who's not here, but uh, great to have your input into that. I think it's just so refreshing, isn't it, when we have uh, those songs that are inspired from amongst our own congregation. If any of the, are there any other budding songwriters around, then uh, don't hesitate to put pen to paper and uh, combine the various gifts that are among us of songwriting and of uh, creating the melodies and the harmonies and so on. In the message translations of Colossians 3 and verse 17, let every detail in your lives, words, actions, whatever, be done in the name of the Master, Jesus thanking God the Father every step of the way. So I wonder, what, you, what do you do in a typical working day? What do I do in a normal day? There'll be all kinds of things going on, won't there? There'll be washing, cooking, cleaning, ironing, reading, writing, traveling, talking, working on the computer, participating in meetings, 
gardening, visiting, helping other people, listening, praying. Uh, that's just a start. The list is endless. And some of those things you might choose to do in a day, some of them you have to do. Some of them you won't do because other people do them. We don't all do everything, but we all do some things. And we all have the same amount of time to do what we do. Some of those things you might enjoy, some are really hard. Some will energize you and inspire you and some will completely drain you. But the key point about this message this morning is that everything is included. God's masterpiece for your life involves every event, every comment, every thought and every action. This might be triggering a little bit of a memory for some of you as far as sermons are concerned because uh, before we entered into lockdown, in the early part of 2020, some of you might remember that we had a series of services on the frontline theme. And uh, there were various topics there, one of which was whatever you do. And indeed, this was one of the verses that was used. And the other verse that was used in that uh, sermon was actually just a little bit further on in this same passage, Colossians 3 and verse 23. Whatever your task, put yourselves into it as done for the Lord and not for your human masters. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as serving the Lord and not human beings. That was our key text for 2020. It was on our text card that we had at the beginning of that year. And yet somehow I think uh, the events of the last 18 months have been kind of so all-consuming uh, and possibly created a little bit of a gap in our minds from where we were before to where we are now. So it's good to pick up this theme again. But also very significant that it comes at the end of this paragraph that we've been looking at in some detail in August from Colossians 3 and verse 12 through to 17. So our focus now is on the words of verse 17. And in our original plan for this series, it was actually Stuart Fisher who was supposed to be speaking today. And I know he was really looking forward to sharing the heart of this verse and speaking with you about living every moment of the day for Jesus. We need to include Stuart and Morag, especially in our prayers later with the family challenges that they have at the moment. But meanwhile, it's my privilege just to share a few words with you around this verse today. I'm going to take each of the phrases in turn. Whatever you do in word or deed, and then do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, and then giving thanks to God the Father through him. Let's take them in turn. So first of all, whatever you do in word or deed. Christianity is not just about the special things you do. Not even about the spiritual things that you do. It's about everything that you do. And God is in the business of changing those messy lines that are scribbled on a page into a masterpiece of design, full of beauty and color and meaning and hope. This is about your morning routine of getting up. Maybe about the chaos of getting a family ready for school or the rush to get to work on time, or the more leisurely pace of remaining at home. This is about your day-to-day -day life, the conversations, the phone calls, the messaging, the reading, the working, the playing, the giving, the loving, 
This is about words and deeds. How you fill those 24 hours that God has given you each day, or at least the hours when you're awake and have some choice in what you do and how you do it. Let's just take a moment to gather into our minds something about yesterday. I choose yesterday because it's probably the day that you're more likely to remember than any other. Uh, thinking about when you got up yesterday morning, how was that? How did the day start yesterday? Was it a good start? Was it not quite such a good start? Bit of a tough start for us yesterday as I think about it. How was the morning? How was the afternoon? How was the evening? Our day got better as it went along. And the end of the day, how did you conclude? What were the best things about the day? What did you regret from yesterday? How do you feel knowing that God was watching over you for the whole of yesterday? I hope that as I say these things, a little bit of the memory of yesterday is beginning to come back into your mind. You can begin to reflect on it, how that day was. And then to remember this word that we're thinking about this morning. Whatever you do, whatever you do, in word or deed, every word, every deed, every part of yesterday, and indeed every part of today and of every day, is coming under the umbrella of what we're thinking about this morning. This is the first phrase, whatever you do in word or deed. This is what's causing us to gather, as it were, the whole of our life into this moment of reflection and of hearing from the Word of God. And then we go on to say, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of Jesus. Wow. The whole life of the Christian stands under the name of Jesus. And when we do something in the name of Jesus, we're acting as Jesus' representatives. We're his ambassadors. For the believers in Colossae, this was very important. It was very much a continuation of their baptism promise and experience. They had been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Sometimes in the early church, baptism is described as being baptized into the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And just as you are immersed under the water, the whole of your life is baptized into the presence, the power, the fullness of God. And then they live out that immersion in God's presence every day. It was important for the believers at Colossae who were hearing all kinds of other messages that were coming to them to think otherwise. To think that their faith in Jesus and their baptism into Jesus Christ was not adequate as a way to God. But of course it was totally sufficient. And it embraced the whole of their lives. Romans 12 verses 1 and 2 says something very similar. Seeing daily life as part of our worship, therefore I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Or the message, so here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday, 
ordinary life. You're sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life. And place it before God as an offering. Colossians 3 and verse 23, just a little further beyond, talks about working with all your heart. And that idea of working and serving the Lord with all your heart really means living from the soul. Living out the day from where you are within. Living from your soul discovery of Jesus. That what happens on the outside is an expression of that relationship with God on the inside. Now all this stuff is easy to say, but it's hard to do, isn't it? Everything in the name of Jesus. Everything as an expression of your baptism vows. Everything emerging from the soul. Everything as an act of worship. These are all interrelated concepts. And it's all to do with living out something that is real within you. Whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I wonder how that makes you feel. It certainly makes me feel time and time again I miss the point. So often I miss something here. Something is said, something is done or something is not done. And it's not quite living out the name of Jesus. So I can't hear these words without being deeply challenged in my own life. And I'm sure the same applies to you as well. But isn't it interesting that this phrase goes on to say, whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So this challenge is not meant to make us mournful. It's not meant to make us going around feeling a total and utter failure and despairing of our life, but rather we're supposed to be giving thanks to God the Father through him. And again, this was especially relevant in Colossae. In response to those who would question that Jesus is all you need and doubt the effectiveness of salvation against this, Paul encouraged the believers to recognize the full extent of the treasure that they possessed in Jesus Christ and to be continually thankful. Walking with Jesus is a glorious adventure. I recall the witness of a Christian leader no longer alive today, but he kept a diary of praise. Every evening, he would write down something from that day for which he was thankful, some sign of God's Spirit at work, some evidence of God's grace enabling him to serve other people, some encouragement from the events of the day, some blessing however large or small. I think that's a really commendable practice, isn't it? And even if you don't do it in a physical journal, just at the end of the day, just to reflect, how's this day gone? What can I be thankful to God for? And if we're taking moments where we deliberately choose to be thankful, then I think that spirit of thankfulness will penetrate across the rest of the day as well. 
And when we're really living for Jesus, we can be thankful in so many ways. You sense that God has given you the right word to say. You saw something beautiful in God's creation as you traveled. You felt God's strength for a difficult task. You were able to be an encouragement to someone else. These things happen because the Spirit of God is at work and it generates a sense of thankfulness that the life that you live is not your own struggle, but it is God's Spirit working through you so that you can do everything in the name of Jesus. Scripture constantly urges us to be thankful. This isn't just a a sort of one-off moment. This is a recurring theme. That spirit of thankfulness, however hard our life might be, still to be thankful. That's not easy. But it is Christ-like. It's a thankfulness which doesn't gloss over the pain and the hardship and the unanswered questions. But it kind of goes a little bit deeper and said, although I struggle with all these things, although I don't understand everything that's going on deep down, from my spirit, I am thankful. How are we going to do this? How are we going to live every day in the name of Jesus, with every word or deed pleasing to him, and constantly giving thanks? That's a different way of living, isn't it? That really is a different way. How are we going to do this? I wonder whether the key is actually that this phrase comes at the end of this whole paragraph that we've been looking at through August. And if you've missed all the other sermons in the earlier part of August, they're all there. Uh, For those of you who who can connect through the internet, they're all on YouTube, on the church's YouTube page, which is precisely where those who are online are with us this morning. After each live stream, the, uh, the message is, as it were, put back as a recording. And you can follow it through the whole service if you want, or just the sermon. Or if you want an audio version, it's there on SoundCloud. And all of that can be accessed through the website. So it's easy to get hold of this stuff. It's no accident that this verse comes at the end of this paragraph. And of course, if you haven't got that easy connection online, then please do feel free to ask for either a CD or a DVD of any of those previous services or of any service, as we constantly remind you. Let's go back for a moment. What have we been thinking about in the last few weeks? From verse 12, as God's chosen one, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness and patience. Get the right clothes on to live every day for Jesus. And then something about bearing with one another and forgiving one another. And above all these, put on love. So loving is part of this. Forgiving is part of this. Bearing with one another. Listen to that. Pick it up from the second Sunday in August. And then let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, that gift of peace that somehow penetrates below the stress and brings us to that place of true contentment. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. Let the Word of God dwell in you richly. That was what I was talking about last week. 
And then let that emerge in your worship as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness of God. But your worship doesn't finish at the benediction because it's immediately after that that these words come. Then go and live every day for Jesus. So we can't really just take this verse on its own. We need to piece it together with all the others. And taking this paragraph as a whole is a great adventure of Christian living. This is the picture of how God wants you to live. And he gives us the resources and the encouragement to do so. In heaven, everything will be done well. So let's make sure we do our best to make sure it's all done well here on earth. Whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him.